The Wrestling Mayhem Show. Since 2006, the pioneer in pro wrestling podcasting. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. There I am. Okay, how is everybody doing today? Hello, sort of, how are you? Hello. How are you? I want to get this mouse away from your. There you go. Get away from. Get, 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 get away, away from your face. How are you today, Sorg? You never. I never ask you how you're doing. <laughs> yes, everybody asks where Sorg is, but they never ask how. How Sorg is. is Sorg? Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm doing great. I'm a little uh, rushed, uh, and my wife is uh, on her second day of canceled flights from the Californias. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> So they're dealing with that. So, anyways, um, so I'm very lonely right now. So, um, I can come. I can come visit you, Sorg. It's fine. But I just had some friends over for uh, for the awesome cast. We had the button pusher, who I got in. Tr- I got in tr- a lot of trouble back in uh, PCTV in the mid 2000s. Uh, that's a story for another time for off air. Maybe you can ask me about that on Patreon, and <laughs> or maybe after Patreon. And uh, and uh, our, our friend Kid Mental was in. Uh, that, that's been hanging out on the awesome cast. So, you know, I had, had a good time there. Um, so, uh, anyways, uh, we do also have with us is the voice of, uh, a lot of the stuff on IndieWrestling.us, uh, the, uh, 2PW and the Renegade Wrestling Alliance that's celebrating their 15th anniversary this weekend. Tony Kincaid is with us. I am. I'm actually here. And I was I was asked uh, ahead of time, uh, two days in advance, as opposed to one day in advance. Well, well thankfully, thankfully, our cancellation gave us a lot of notice. So, <laughs> uh, no, no, because I, because I booked something, forgetting that we had an anniversary this week. So this, this worked yeah. out because you asked me about that, and I'm like, well, yeah, sure. Uh, you're uh, Tony, you're 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 sporting. Uh, you know, audio, you don't see this, but you're sporting. Uh, you're you're still you're still hurting. Your your neck your neck brace is still. Um, on your neck piece there. Uh, well, my neck, my neck brace is on my neck. Uh, mm-hmm. Neck piece. I don't know what that means, but it sounds dirty. Don't ever say that to me again. Um, yeah. Anytime I talk RWA, um, the the C7 and C8 vertebrae uh, flare up, mm. uh, which compact the C2 and the C4. Uh, so uh, the doctor says to wear it anytime I have to deal with anything RWA. Um, you know what? And, I, you know, I listen to doctors. I'm no uh, neckologist, so I'm just gonna have to believe you on that one. So, uh, so though, good to have you here. We're gonna talk about uh, RWA. It's his 15 year history. Uh, you know, being celebrated this past weekend. Uh, so and of course that's gonna be live on IndieWrestling.us as well. So, um, no, good to have you here, and uh, we'll be talking about a lot of stuff. Uh, so well, let's get into it. We'll get get the RWA here in in a moment, but there's a lot happening. My God, what a wrestling week we had. <laughs> so. Um, we had a really big weekend. GCW is doing a lot of stuff. New Japan, uh, uh, had a really big show in California and, uh, and TNA came back. But before we get to that, I want to call out, uh, Matt Cardona being called out at the Emmys. Was it? Yeah. The Mm -hmm. Emmys. Yeah. Um, so, um, the, uh, Paul, uh, what's his, what's his name? Paul something, something, um, (laughs) Paul W. Housen, isn't it? Um, I don't know. Sorry. I don't know. His his his, his uh, handle is kind of weird. So uh, let me let me grab this real quick. Paul so, Walter Hauser. Paul Walter Hausen. 
Uh, so apparently he was getting his award. I don't even know what he was nominated for, but he was like beat. I don't know. He was like doing slam poetry, uh, and talked about, he, he, he brought up Ibushi and, um, and Matt Cardona, who, which he brought I, up the NWO Wolfpack. <laughs> did he amazing. seriously? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> so, uh, apparently he's got a match with Matt Cardona at PW Pro Wrestling Revolver <laughs> coming Wait, up. Wait, really? Um, yeah, I don't believe so. Or something. He's gonna be there, I guess. So, um, so take that what you will. So, so like I kept seeing tweets about like, so there's an Emmy Award winner that's gonna be at such and such, and I'm like, what are we talking about? Yeah, it's gonna be uh, what Wrestling Revolver is ready or not, and uh, yeah, that is <laughs> he's on the poster. <laughs> so March 16th in Iowa of all places. Uh, this is apparently gonna happen. <laughs> so. Um, guys, I think I need to start watching Wrestling Revolver. Also, old friend of the show, uh, uh, uh the former Elias is going to be on What a Show on February seventeenth over there in Texas. So, um, I I, I don't know. <laughs> I I'm stunned. I am. I am. I, it, it is. Um. So so. Yeah, I'm not ready for that. Uh, Stephen Amell, I make sense. You know, he's had a couple of matches. You know, it, 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 like I think he did. He just pop up on on GCW or something not not too long ago. Um, so there's that. So of course, this is the guy that didn't they steal his Emmy at AEW for a while? Uh, didn't like Jeff Jarrett's crew steal his Emmy and there was a whole thing. I believe that's correct. Yeah. So he's not a stranger to wrestling. No, and now, now I need to see uh, this gentleman versus uh, Jordan Styles at some point. Yes, yes, Jordan Styles. I miss Jordan Styles. What's he up to? I do too. Other than he's he's uh, he's still busy as all hell. He's he's busy playing pinball, you know. So that that that's cool. He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. That's good. So, so we do miss him in the wrestling world, though. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. I think I think he might have four Emmys now. No. That's a whole faction of Emmys. He might have a red red wagon full of Emmys. Like Jordan is <laughs> fantastic, low key one of the best editors, mm-hmm. and, you know, production people I've ever ever seen. I, know. I got to watch him up close once because I was at WPXI. I, never mind. It, it just long story short, the dude's fast as hell. It's insane what he can do with clips. It's I miss him in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have in the chat. Jay Ponder's out there. Says all the best for Tony. Hoping the neck is uh, recovering. You know what? I it, it has good days and bad days, Podner, and I appreciate your uh, your continued support. Um, I, I keep thinking I'm gonna feel better, and then something happens at RWA, and I fall, and I hit the ring, and it hurts, and the mm-hmm. neck goes back to like square three or two or one. Yeah, I don't it, know. It, it seems like every month, like around this time, it starts getting like you probably start feeling the tinglys in there. Well, I tried to wear it as protection and it just last honey badger's forearm just really got me. And then I never mind. It, it hurt. Ooh. The floor hurt. Mm-hmm. Honey badger going to get you. Uh, anyways. So, so beyond that, we had a lot of, like, a lot of appearances this past weekend. Uh, let's start with new Japan. Um, uh, jungle boy, Joe Perry, Jack Perry, Jack Perry. Sorry. <laughs> Former Jungle, jungle oh, Boy. Joe Perry. Joe Perry. Joe Perry. Joe Perry. Wouldn't that be you a run in? Actually, Joe Perry. You know who I wouldn't expect? The- Joe Perry. <laughs> He's the guy who entered the Royal Rumble instead of uh, Lowdown. 
in uh, oh. 2001. Exactly, exactly. Um, anyways, uh, no, uh, Jack Perry, Jim, Jim Jack Perry, um, Jimmy Jack Haynes Perry uh, showed up at the New Japan show <laughs> and attacked Shooter Umino, uh, uh, Moxie's old, old uh, young boy, um, and ripped up his AEW contract. So that is definitely legally binding. <laughs> right, Riz? Like they, they don't have a show that's like that combines the two promotions at all. No, he's in New Japan. He got he got Yeah, not like there's got, like a, a sh- not like there's a pay-per-view every year he got where shift a, off a to proverbial door for that's forbidden most most of the time. He got shipped off. off to to New Japan via San Jose. I'm sure that was a hell of a commute. So, um, I mean, good for him, I guess. No, seriously, like if there's anything that's gonna like like you know give him the chance to really shine, it's gonna be you know sink or swim is New Japan. You know what I mean? At least he at least he's not the devil. Yeah, at least he's not the devil. At least we didn't go that way with him, right? <laughs> So I, I mean, let's let's look at this from a, a ch- like this is Jack Perry's essentially excursion, so to speak. I know it stays in the U.S. and mm-hmm. he might do some Japan dates, but he's he's getting the New Japan excursion going. Mm-hmm. Like he made a huge splash, you know. Say what you will, he made a huge splash ripping up that mm-hmm. contract. All of a sudden, now things are in, you know up in the air. You don't know where he's at, but this is untethered unhinged it's all real glass jack perry like and he's in new japan where say what you will like new japan's a different ball game than than american wrestling even on in the states new japan is a different ball game absolutely absolutely um it, 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 yeah, i'm excited for it. i'm excited to see what happens with it um it was a it was a pretty good show all around um we had a. Uh, 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 really good. Uh, Moxley, Moxley, uh, uh, <laughs> Moxley and Shingo, D- no DQ match was incredible. Uh, you know, another great uh, Osprey and um, and uh, uh, Okada match, of course. Uh, a good send off for Osprey there for for I think it was last his last New Japan stateside uh, uh, commitment. And and they're gonna have a if you haven't caught this, United uh, Empire and the uh, Bullet Club War Dogs are actually gonna have the first ever stale cage match in front of fans in New Japan. Which alludes huh. to there was a steel cage match without fans at some point. <laughs> so um I wanna know the story on that one. Um I don't know if is that the one where um um where they're just like fought on an island for seventy five minutes? Or something like that. Maybe there was a cage involved, but anyways, um, go look that up. It's it's incredible. I think we talked about it on the show. Surely Doe might have brought that one up back in the day. So, uh, but but th- yeah, it, it was a d- damn good card. Uh, Eddie Kingston and this uh, Gabe Kid. Where the hell did this guy come from? <laughs> he's he's intense. He's awesome, and now everybody's saying that he should be the leader of Bull Club, not David Finley, who's also been incredible. Like this is this is the hottest start to a new Japan year that I, I can remember. Like definitely since since COVID, right? Like everybody's yelling, New Japan's back, you know, it, there's a good vibe to everything. Um and uh and it's 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 really kind of showing. I think that 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 American product is is doing real well. So also I don't subscribe to the fact that 
New Japan ever left. Just yeah. because people stopped watching it didn't mean that it wasn't still putting on great match after great match during the pandemic era. I know the no-clap situation was rough, but Will Ospreay was putting in work back then. Mm-hmm. And just because no one watched it because they were too invested in AEW and traveled across and stopped watching. Like, there was still good stuff going on in New Japan during those quote-unquote lean years mm-hmm. no it was really good and some of that stuff needs to be watched absolutely absolutely new japan world has a new app <laughs> so mm-hmm. um no it was a really good for that uh did you guys watch any of the tna show or, or see any of the clips or anything from that i did see some of the clips uh the the first thing that jumped out to me was this is the TNA that I kind of was hoping we'd get okay. in the in the early uh, late 2000s, early 2010s. It felt so nostalgic, but also really fresh, mm-hmm. which was shocking. Like, how do you get both of those things? Um, the crowd was lively. You you wouldn't know the number if you you didn't look it up like yeah yeah. and the the thing is is i've been keeping an eye on tna when it was impact because you know there's a lot of uh some crossover appeal there uh going on um with not only AEW but guys that work in this area have worked in this area and um just scott demore what a what a legend what a legend the the stuff he's put into getting tna back on a check i think it's legitimately like it's it's not gonna be number two but it's sort of at that i think it can get to that roh level i might still might be there and there's a place for that because because roh is you know i love our i love the current roh product I, I'm, I'm i'm enjoying watching it but i know there's not a mass appeal even as much as there was for the sinclair era for that 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 show but it is it's aew's NXT, like hands down, there's no, there's no question of that. It's not Ring of Honor. It's just AEW like, right? Um, so there's space for that kind of thing, right? Uh, a or TNA has a platform. They're on Access. They're on. They're accessible on YouTube and a bunch of places and internationally. So, so they have something there. It is a place people look for. Uh, you know, I think this was said multiple times during the show, even around the show on Twitter. Uh, I was a really big follow on Twitter on Saturday night with things. And, uh, you know, it was the place for women's wrestling. It's where women's wrestling has been innovating uh, mm-hmm. for the last decade, uh, if not longer, right? Uh, you know, that's where your true stars were going. And even if, even if say, you know, Trinity is only there for, uh, you know, this run and going back to WWE, well, maybe she needed that, you know. Much like in WWE, people drop down to NXT and come back, you know, refresh. Some people just freaking need that, right, on this this creative platform, right? If they're just spinning their wheels, Go see what I can do somewhere else, and then bring that new attitude in. Uh, Impact is that, or TNA is that. Oh, this is gonna be tough. Say uh, it right. Sorry. <laughs> well, I've said TNA off the cuff so many times. <laughs> the only reason I gave a crap about uh, uh, saying it right is because I want to make sure I say the right thing to their faces, whatever I ran into them at work. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, and now I have to go the other way. So, um, anyways, so so no, it's been a. a it's definitely been a good alternative. I think I think that's the vibe it's been missing, um, and and they've been a rebuilding. And man, you know, and if you talk to the people at TNA, they were very frank about, yeah, we know why we're in this position. You know, <laughs> we used to do this and this, and we don't do that anymore. You know, so we don't get all the bells and whistles anymore. But we're gonna, you know, they were like staying. The do course. they need the bell? 
do they need the bells and whistles? No, no. They, don't. they got yeah. they got down to what was important, which was what was happening in the ring. When the they had, thing. Yeah. When they had the bells and whistles, that was their worst time for a product of yes. professional wrestling. Yeah, it was shot well and it was in HD and all this stuff. But you can watch joke after joke about this stuff, you know, uh uh, shout out to OSW Review. They're doing a review of TNA during the when the, they flipped over to the HD during the main event Mafia era. You can; those are big names, and the shows are bad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh yeah, shows are bad. Now these names are not; they're 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 big names to to us, and maybe they were uh, mid Carters in WWE AEW. This is also a good place, like you said, to refresh because wrestling is not a, a monolith. You know, you can come from the WWE, come back down. Uh, Dango is doing similar but different. You got uh, Decay, which I don't think Rosemary would ever get a chance with her gimmick yes. as it is. Yeah. Uh, back in the in in wrestling, um, I don't think she'd ever get a shot in WWE or AEW. Maybe AEW a little bit, but their women's division. And and like you said, Sorg, if you like women's wrestling, legit solid athletes going at it that just so happened to be in the women's division this is you know tna was the place to be gail kim and awesome kong put it on the map before the revolution mm-hmm. so you know we can't forget that not to mention that four-way tag was phenomenal um you know seeing crazy steve is always a dream you know i always mm-hmm. love seeing crazy steve on you know with hard to kill and of course uh you know their commentary is is second and i got to sit into a thing with with Tom, uh, Hannah fan, uh, do a one-on-one mm-hmm. session with him to talk about commentary uh, a few uh, weeks ago before Christmas. So it was a blast to see what he told me about mm-hmm. and then see it translate on the big show with uh, uh, Matthew as well. And just, it's a good product. And, and, and it's, what it's a, a good mm-hmm. product. And what a cool venue. I was, um, I, I was sitting on, we were, you know, full disclosure, uh, Missy was there for New Japan. We were, we were working with New Japan on their streaming. So I, I run back up whenever she's doing that on, on the back end just to make sure everything's going well. If there's any tech problems, uh, you know, just to be on, on the line. And and they're doing the testing and everything, and I'm seeing like early shots of the venue, and I'm and, and while I'm watching the, the, the TNA pay per view, by the way, um, and I'm just like. I'm struggling to figure out who has the cooler venue tonight because they got a nice little kind of arena uh, uh, in San Jose. And then TNA is at the Palms and it's like the concert venue there. And there was a really cool, like there were balconies and things. I think everybody's probably seen the shot of Bailey and Anna and Sasha Monet, whatever her name is now, uh, uh, up in the balcony. They put they put the commentary up in the balcony and then next to them was the French commentators uh, and, and everything. I was just like, this is like a cool, like, uh, uh, Hammerstein-esque vibe that's going on here, right? Um, there's a random guy in the third row with no shirt on during the women's match. That was a peculiar sight. Uh, but, you know, it was Vegas, I guess. So uh, and they're great, pretty much right on the strip. They're not in Samstown. Samstown's is like way off the strip. And uh, and 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 they got it showed. So uh, yeah, they had um, the, the, the I did look at. So I I don't know why I was obsessed with this tonight, just because I was looking at the two shows at the same time, um, <laughs> and I was getting the word that uh, New Japan was a sellout. Uh, you know, like I received a text that was like, yeah, they had six tickets left. You know, when we were uh, when we were sent up, and um, and and of course they sold out. Uh, they did about 2100 it was about i think 1500 of the palms for tna again i think they pretty much sold out there too so um and also i'm now i'm assessed with wrestle ticks cuz 
on Twitter because they do all the breakdowns of how many how many tickets were available, how many were sold, and things like that. It shows the setup, uh, so you can see if they kind of cordoned off parts of things, you know, in expectations or anything like that. Um, so I don't want to be an attendance like nut or anything like that. But it's interesting to see on shows on this level too, because I think I think you know. I think everybody's like, oh, this show didn't draw 10,000 people. It's a failure. And I think we need to get fans out of that mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Like the WWE way or bust, the, the 10,000 people in the stands, the, you know, things like that. Like, I don't think people know that, that, that you know, if, if you're not in a big market and you go to a house show, there's maybe 2,000 people there. You know, um, like I've been to those shows in Elmira, New York. You know, they do not do big venues. Um, so so when you go look and say New Japan did 2100 and they're going to do like 4000 people in Chicago that's already halfway sold before they announced Moxley versus Naito, <laughs> you know, and uh, Mustafa, Mustafa, Mustafa Ali. That's the other one that, that popped mm-hmm. up in a, in a promo who's going to be taking on. Please help me here. Um, who is he taking on? Eddie? Hiromu Takahashi. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Of course, we were talking all the New Japan, so Matt Carlin's had to do the run-in on us. Sorg, I wanted to lay low so bad, but you were like... I was messing up. Out there. I was I messing up Japanese names, and you had I to roll in. You be. I was like, Sorg needs my help. Look at that. You I got a Carlin's no Tron back. You got Carlin's Tron back there and everything. Nothing but the best. Nothing but the best for you, Sorgy, baby. All right. Oh, 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 and it moves. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, God. Cycling, I would, lo- I would actually love to see uh, that match. Not, not going to lie. Are those, are those, are those Ghost of Mayhem Mania passes that, that David Arquette mm-hmm. versus Samoa Joe there? Yes, we're cycling through a, uh, a, select, uh, a, a premium selection of Mayhem Mania matches of the past. Fantastic. I mean, we're starting so. next week, so. That's my huge announcement. What's your, your huge announcement? Yeah. What, was was that it? Yeah, was it? we're back. We're I'm back. back. I mean, Mayhem Mania was never going away. But I'm back, Sorg. Matt Carlin says the originator is presiding over Mayhem Mania this year. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. The only one who knows the rules. That's yeah, me. yeah. We, it's been a rough couple of years without you. <laughs> the only one who makes up the rules on the spot. The only mm-hmm. one who makes that, up the rules. More, that's, that's more me. like it. Tony, that's Don't you more point like at me. it. Pointing an accusing finger at me, Red. Don't you Wait, are we all pointing? Me. Are we all pointing at the, the camera now? We don't point at me. We're pointing back right. that. Point at point at that. Point at the versus sign. I'm pointing at the Sorgatron Media in the window. So okay, I thought we were pointing at that. Okay, I don't know. I just I point I had. Everybody outside is really confused what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Oh, they they they're used to it sort that yeah, is true this guy that waves wildly on tuesday nights while we that drive by a, that was such a <laughs> spider-man meme right there yeah <laughs> if i could throw a four up it would have been great um no fantastic so you're going to be here to make sure i don't screw up any more new japan names uh during this event and uh <laughs> so that's right and then next week we are going to launch i don't even know what year we're on sorg we but should probably figure that out. Back. We're like ten, I think. The most time-honored money grab tradition of the wrestling mayhem show. Yes, and we are going to um, we're going to roll this baby out. There's um, money involved. I mean, for Sorg there is. For the rest of us, oh. there's not. There's not. No, sorry. Hey, some podcast bills for the year. That's for sure. We're going to keep the lights on. 
Yes. And, um, yes. And uh, we are going to, we, we're, we're, we're going to set things, we're, we're going to restore order. You know, Sorg, as the conscience of the Wrestling Mayhem show, it's my duty to come in here and set things right um, after, after last year's debacle. And, uh, Wait, we're, how we're bad did it get gonna, last year? I don't know. How bad did it get? You tell me. I wasn't around Hold for on. it. Hold on. Let me see what the last one looked like. What was last? What was last year's like? The fact there was that a, uh, remember it. That's <laughs> trying to think of what matches. I wait. Let me check. Let me consult my screen behind me. No, that was that was a few. That was nineteen. Yeah, it was a while ago. Let's I see. mean, we had such <laughs> great stuff as like the Garganos versus the the Graveses. Uh, you pretty know, good. I mean, that's not bad. You know, and all these motion graphics that we worked on. I mean, those are pretty great. Those things look great. I mean, right? Uh, you know, we got uh, Batista some, last got year. Some, got some help. Yeah, but he, we borrowed Batista. Our true Stone Cold. I mean, that's a banger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some Drew McIntyre and Piper oh, Niven. Bobby Boogs. Bobby Roode versus Boogs. Rick Roode versus Boogs. Uh, way too many people in this match. Uh, let's see. There's one of those. Another, another yeah. way too many people in a match. Uh, the Creeds versus the Usos. I would Bull, pay. I would pay to see Bull not Nakano sure how we're getting Nakano out of retirement. Bull Nakano okay. versus uh, Rhea Ripley. Oscar versus Gunther. Like I kind of still want that. I mean, let's be honest about yeah, yeah. it. You know, so uh, you know, you know, I think we did a pretty okay with it. You know? I'll, yeah. I'll be. I'll be honest. The Graveses versus the Garganos would slap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like like. We we could sell out Civ- or not Civic Arena. Yeah, we could sell out Civic Arena with that. <laughs> we probably could actually. Well, it'd be really easy now. We're just all sitting in a parking lot. So listen, it works for Enjoy. It works for 880. Like they rock those park the the parking lot stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's yeah, always interesting yeah. to see what uh, what the uh, Mayhemers will come up with. What new and exciting uh, intergender matches will we cook up next? Absolutely. Well, as as a sponsor of the Wrestle Mayhem show, um, I look forward to this year. There you go. And speaking of, how can you become a part of this other than our guests and, and our hosts every week? Uh, Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem show. There are going to be extra bits for you guys that participate with the Patreon, of course. Uh, you know, thank you to our friends that do support us at our fan of the show level. Bo Diggity! I, I cannot do a high pitched voice as anymore. well as Ed Burke, Team Team Hammy, oh jeez, Team Team Hammerfist, Team Hammyfist. I almost said Team Bobby Fish for some reason. Uh, no, Tupac no. family, Tupac family, Dave Prop Pop Partner, Spousal Rooster Affair at roosteraffair.com, Rats in a Trench Coat, Tony Kincaid. As well as Pizza Club level, Doc Remedy, The Riz, and Lance Fisher, and at the manager level, Bradley. You guys support the show too. Get it in early, and uh, we will be bringing y'all in for the Patreon, the Patreon in the bank, whatever else we may be getting in there. Right, right, Matt. I don't know. Are there, are there new ideas? Is it, uh, you, know, you know, I no, no. There are no new ideas. This no year new ideas. There's going to be new ideas. No, this there's, is there's going to be new ideas. No, we're getting it. back. We're going back to basics. Back to basics. Going like, yeah, this is going to be like when um. Like when Bill Watts started booking WCW and he had forgotten what to do, and he like outlawed throwing people over the top rope, and uh, and there were no more mats on the floor. That's what we're getting. But we're back All to right. basic store. All right, I'm we're ready for Spartacus. So no, so no more Mania. Forbidden Door. I'm ready. No, that, we're I'm never ready, doing that again. I'm ready okay. for Spartacus Ric Flair action here. Spartacus Ric. No, no, no. That was somebody else. But oh, okay. a terrible idea. 
we're not um, bringing uh, Andre the Giant back from the dead this no, year. No, 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 okay. no, 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 Anyways, uh, 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 so next week, uh, the fourth line will be here. Casey War and uh, and the other Brandon St. James. Oh, I'm tired. I'm sorry. Uh, the other guy, uh, Brandon St. James. That can be his moniker. The other guy, Brandon St. James. It's either, you know, it sounds way better than wet and wild. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Uh, so they will be part of the first round of, or the matchmaking round of uh, Mayhem Mania. So the opening say. round. The opening round. Yeah, whatever the you can round. say so we don't have to number it is kind of what we have. These are hard and fast rules, Sorg. This is a tradition that we've been doing that every year. I can't believe you don't know how this goes by now. We do it the exact same way every year. Kind of, no, we don't. The no, Carlin's household is serious. The Carlin's this household is, is serious when it comes to wrestling. There Tony, is no chicanery going on. Absolutely. Tony, to quote a favorite movie, this isn't nom. There are rules here. <laughs> <laughs> that taught me anyways okay, so yes thank you Matt. hard and fast they're all written down here somewhere i can't show you sort because that would mm -hmm. you know that would that would cause trouble but uh i've got all the rules they're sitting they're right over here i can't show it to you but they're right here I got a rule book multiple volumes is it a is it a is it a spine spine notebook is it a is it an ipad with all the rules loaded on it it's it's multiple volumes it looks like a uh Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, um, oh, we had one of those sets. Yeah, on my shelf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, is it just a wait? So bunch of paper just, just scattered everywhere. It just yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's Dave Meltzer's office, actually. Yeah, you're right. Ray. That's exactly what it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, I'm actually worried about Dave Meltzer's <laughs> office. So, I, yeah, hey, we're gonna talk about. So uh, we're gonna show a video here on the break for you guys on the video version of the show, uh, and you can check this out over on RWA and IndieWrestling.us' social media. No, that's a show notes. I bumped that. Um, so 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 this video that came up. Matt Carlin's, uh, before we get to Tony's opinion here, uh, uh, you worked on this video, a, a good three-plus-minute video, looking back on the spanned 15-year history of the Renegade Wrestling Alliance. The longest promotion, I have the the second longest relationship I've ever been in with is with Doctor <laughs> Feelbad. Uh, so uh, I, I was just wondering, uh, uh, what vibes did you have from uh, go looking and digging through other than why I know you text me while you were editing this thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, just incredible. Just incredible. So much fun digging through the vast RWA archives and reliving so much of the history because I didn't even, you know, I, I have not been around RWA as long as you have, Sorg. So I did not even know some of this stuff had happened. So it was fun to just kind of like even, you know, pull people aside at some of the shows and be like, hey, if we do this video, like, what are we going to put in this thing? And then they tell me something just outlandish, like, oh, yeah, there was this time when, like, um, Wild West attacked another tag team with blow-up dolls. You should go find that. I'm like, hello, what? Um, so, yeah, a lot of crazy stuff and uh, a lot of uh, exciting moments. It was a thrill to put together, and nothing but kudos to all of these fellas um, for uh, taking the time to sit down and let me indulge my artistic flavor. Um, so I can shoot a little cutaway videos with these guys. These guys yes. are all great. So, yeah, this is some good yeah, stuff this here. Is fun stuff. Um, so what was the, you know, other than the blow up dolls, obviously, what was the biggest surprise that you saw from the RWA history? Uh, it was definitely the, uh, Dr. Feel Bad street fight with Kato, <laughs> which had like everything. 
it was <laughs> sorg you, you this thing had everything it had like <laughs> five run-ins there were thumbtacks there were tables there was fire there was a barbed wire baseball bat i think the barbed wire baseball bat was on fire i think that's what that was <laughs> and um it, it was just it, it just kept going it was incredible you would think it would be like this is getting absurd the children children were chopping dr feelbad on the floor uh not like dx chopping like physically like hacking away at him um so yeah, it was that that whole scene was incredible because I had was unaware that Doctor Feelbad had ever attempted to. Um, By the way, I love I love the in a match. I lo- hold on, let's roll this back because there I love the point where the um the the Riz's introduction. There is a mother getting pow driven, yep. followed yep. by the unfurling of an American flag. <laughs> I, I mean, American, and the, hurricane. And the hurricane. If you hear the music, it makes sense. Okay, but okay, yeah, that, that is definitely a thing. <laughs> So uh, there, are Jordan Grace, which I keep forgetting, was like a part of this back in the day. Uh, I think there's Jordan, there's Jonathan Gresham. Like a lot of great people were a part of this over the years. Yeah, so, Big Bill. Yeah, um, yeah, it, yeah. Like the crazy thing is that I actually went up to Doctor Feelbad himself and was kind of like, you know, <laughs> do you have any suggestions for what you want to put in? What we should include in this video, or more specifically, I was like Doctor Feelbad, like. Who is on your no-fly list now? You know, <laughs> every promoter has to have one. And yeah, just don't yeah. let me put anybody in here that you're going to be like, I never want to see this person's face again. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, let me think about it. And he like walks away for like five or ten minutes. He comes back with like three handwritten notebook, notebook pages, <laughs> just names and things. And he's just like, here. And, um, and this is during a show. This is, this is show day that this happened. Before the show, yeah. Like, I saw it happen. And yeah, I'm like... Yeah. I'm looking at it, it's, and when he says three pages, it's front and back. Shoot three pages, yeah. Like it, it's, it was a I'm doctor like, feel bad memory dump onto paper, and um, yeah, I, I was stunned. And, and one of, one of the other folks at the show I was talking to was like, "I think you're good. I don't, I don't think you need any guesses from me now." I'm like, "Well, if you think of anything, just you know, let me know." Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, like uh, the the stuff where you see uh, the individual shots with Feelbad and some of the uh, wrestlers and and Doc, and um, we we shot that in a in a dark corner of the uh, West Newton Gymnasium. Yeah. So I was completely in everyone's business that night at that show. So I appreciate the <laughs> I appreciate the wrestlers not being not appearing to be too super annoyed by my presence as I just kind of like was going in and out all night and bugging no, people it. so I love it. appreciate them sharing their space with me helping to make it possible i think they're pretty happy i've gotten a few compliments from them too so good. appreciate all that all the positive feedback is always good i really enjoyed telling the story because i think rwa is a pretty special uh mm-hmm. promotion and i've grown very attached to it from going to shows almost every month now so absolutely a lot you, of fun to do this. I, I, nobody's as excited to go to the, the 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 promotion they're assigned to as as matt and and the the I love when and and this is like you guys are behind the scenes you have the production meeting and everything but there's little things you don't get told the little things that are going to happen in matches and I love when they hook Matt and he's on the headset it's like is he going to do it is he going to do it is he going to turn on him is Johnny Norris going to turn on Patrick Hayes is this the night yeah. where it happens <laughs> yeah 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 me and the headset being like oh my god this is it this is it and then you know and then what happens happens mm-hmm. um, oh my god that was. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And that's the ender. I love that's the ender is, is... That was just like nothing 
I, I was like, I, I had that burned into my mind. And I was just like, nothing can follow that. <laughs> nothing can follow. That is, if you don't that, know, uh, it was uh, Chris Taylor uh, giving a cutter, this, the ugliest looking cutter I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Uh, to to Doctor Phil, and, and not on, not, not ugly on. as an execution, <laughs> as in murdering the individual. He murdered, he murdered Phil. <laughs> murdered. Like, he MDK'd his ass with that thing. So I cannot yeah. believe how bad nasty that looked. It was unbelievable. And then and then Preston Everett does the double splits <laughs> right after it happens <laughs> with the and punctuation. Like, I, it's so like. I, I could have cut it off after the cutter, but I'm like, no, 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 Preston, no. we got to get this in. <laughs> we have to leave this. We have to leave this in. It's too good. Oh, so um, good. Well, I can tell yeah. you what, we're going to talk to Tony here about his reaction to the video in RWA coming up this weekend. But of course, you can check out all, all the history. Of course, a lot of the back, back, back years and years and years of RWA is on the IndieWrestling.us YouTube page. And uh, you can also uh, check out over, uh, you know, we do have the more recent stuff on the network and uh, things like that. So you can go check all that, including uh, the uh, 15th anniversary uh, Uprising, I think is this month's show is going to be live on the network. Gangrel is going to be there. I think he's taking on Chris Taylor, and there's going to be all kinds of crazy stuff happen. You're not going to want to miss this. Uh, depending on what I'm doing at the other show, I may have it on my phone to keep an eye <laughs> on what's going on at RWA, and I may have to film entrances to a kickboxing show, so this might be awkward. So uh, that's okay. I've earned that. Uh, so anyways, go check it out, uh, IndieWrestling.us. You can check out the near entire i want to say near entire all the way back to 2010 2011 i think you're missing like four shows in that are you thing. serious like it's like yeah. like oh i think we're missing the first year of rwa and i don't no, know I where think, they're at i think you have i think you have parts of the first year uh i might have to rewatch, but you have to look the first i just remember march to victory and Corey grace was there so okay, he was then, there for then, like yeah, one might, or two shows when I started uh, uh, filming again for RWA. So, uh, but anyways, uh, I, I I I can't think of anything that has as long and as consistent. <laughs> I it, it feels like that's not a large bar, but like consistency is it, isn't it? Like I I mean, the lows were not that low at RWA, and everybody mm-hmm. has them. There's a roller coaster of the booking goes up and down, the crowd goes up and down, but really. It really didn't. Like, we're talking about the up and downs are like a matter of 50 people in the crowd, you know, and, and on a bad night. And and, and, and those 50 people are like diehard fans. Yeah. They can they can make it sound like 200 people there. But like, the, 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 I mean, the, I mean, 50 people like up and down from the like oh, yeah, two, yeah. 250-ish, you know? <laughs> so like, I, and those people are like, uh, they're all stricken with COVID. You know, <laughs> so or you something know, like that. I'll, I'll, I'll say this before and and save the rest for the next segment. But like, I'll take fifty RWA fans over mm-hmm. two hundred whatevers. Mm-hmm. Like, I know fifty RWA fans. They're gonna hate my guts, but they're gonna cheer for who they like. They're gonna boo who they hate, and they're pieces of trash. But they're they're RWA's pieces of trash. Um, and there is no better crowd. If you want to watch a wrestling show that is mm-hmm. equal parts unhinged and uh, artistic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and it is, as you say, the last, what did you say, the last Wild West in uh, Western Pennsylvania wrestling? 
<laughs> no, it's the last Wild West in wrestling, period. Mm-hmm. Like, GCW is close, mm-hmm. uh, but they're too polished for us. We're Tombstone every day. Every every show is Tombstone. We are the last. Every podcast. every We're the day. Last every every day is Tombstone. Tombstone your mom day, uh, at RWA. I, I I will piggyback off of that. RWA is the indie for people who think they don't like the indies. That it will it will turn yes. you. It, it will grab you immediately. It is what mm-hmm. you're looking for. It is a little pinch of Southern wrestling, uh, mixed with uh, some other things. Uh, so I'm I'm really I'm yeah. It's it's something something special. Um, so Tony, you've been, you've been a part of RWA for how long now? Odd. Oh God. Um, 18, November, 2018, I think was my first show. So do the math. I'm six of the 15 years. You were, you've been there for about 50% of at least what we've captured. (laughs) At least what you have. Yeah. And I was in that, uh, that, uh, Matt's video, uh, once. That's right. Um, I mean, I mean, I it's only it's word. only it's only since about last year that I stopped thinking of you as the new guy. So you know, well, you know, um, there goes your Patreon subscription. Yeah. So uh, go f yourself. Uh, no, it's it was a great video. I I was uh, amazed with some of the things. I was amazed with how many of these events or uh, the the moments that he captured. That you know, as a as an outsider, I I remember hearing the rumblings of because you know when you're when you're sitting in the stands and you're you're on the outside looking in. You're mm-hmm. you're watching different shows, and you're hearing about this this little place in in West Noon uh, called RWA that's unhinged, and they pal drived uh, one of the wrestlers' mothers, and you know there was flaming bats, and they lit they lit the ring on fire, and they they and the threw a fireball doll. out of the a fan, and there was a riot, and like you're you're hearing all these things, and you're like, what? And now I work for the company, and I'm like, no, I get it, yeah, no, that's right. You're like, why is everybody else so tame? Yeah, no, this is, you know, tame's the wrong word. Um, I would say that RWA has an air of, we will always be that company that wants to look at the other companies that look down at us, look up at them, flip them off like a six-year-old kid, um, flip them off to the face and say, good luck this month. And we're always going to be that way. Um and the other company can come to us and be like, hey, we did, you know, 350 people and we brought in this name and this name. And we're going to be like, OK, we had this match and the fans lost their shit. So go F yourself. And we still you. and, uh, and still had the 200 feet of people you have every month, no matter who's booked. Right, right. Our, our It was it was icy and 19 degrees and we had 250 people like, yeah, fuck you. Good luck next month. Like, I mean, it, there is there is an air of fuck you with it when it comes to RWA, mm-hmm. and it really is. Uh, it, and, it, and that's right from the from the from the from the start of it too. Yeah. Um. So you know, and this was like, even when I started there, it was something that I rolled my eyes at too, right? Like it really was, and 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 it proved itself. It proved me wrong, and uh, and and you look at where that's at. So um, I don't think I don't think this is this is coming from someone who just like recently was allowed into the clubhouse, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, the chip never goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, we never, in that locker room, in those production meetings, on that table, Doc, me, uh, you know, whoever else is sitting at that table, uh, even the camera, you know, Sorg, when you're, when you're shooting, when, when Matt's shooting, you know, there is no one at that table uh, 
that is doing production at RWA in the ring, call him. I mean, Hank Hudson's a Hall of Famer, and he has a chip on his shoulder every time he's calling this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he is, he's a Hall of Fame ring announcer, and he's ready to just absolutely run the, it through the, the door the, every the, month. Reminder: the guy that gave Cactus Jack his hometown. Yep, announces for this still. Yeah, Hank Hudson is a legend in every sense of the word, and it's not uh, it's not hyperbole. He's a legend. Um, you know, and we all still have chips on our shoulder. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the Gambinos don't have anything to prove anymore. Mm-mm. They're out there every every month trying to prove something. You know, and and you even talk to some people like um, that that no longer wrestle for RWA because they moved to a different area. Like, you know, Jimmy Cicero pops in my head. Jimmy Cicero is still the biggest RWA supporter out there mm-hmm. um despite the fact that he he no longer wrestles and dino uh, i see RWA. dino on the on the comments every once in a while too oh yeah they they and because it's it's a family atmosphere and even though like i feel bad and i like constantly get into it we we have major blow-up fights sort you've seen them mm-hmm. we've been in each other's faces nose to nose yelling at each other about production ideas and creative direction on video shots and how much i'm getting paid uh, you know, those things, you, you move them out of the way uh, because despite the fact that I hate Feel Bad and I hate him with a burning passion, like I do recognize that he is uh, cooking here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is happening in the Slack? I'm so sorry. We'll get to that later. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And it's, uh, I mean, yeah, it definitely feels, Feel Bad's a guy, Feel Bad is a very decisive guy, too. It's definitely somebody that I've had my, my, uh, uh, issues with in the past too. So, but uh, I mean, I think that shows the power of what's happening here. Um, so, I, so what what is happening on this next show? We mentioned Gangrel. Chris Chris Taylor is something that's going down. Uh, what what is popping up on this show here do, uh, that that we can talk about? Good lord. Um, you know, where, where where do you want to start? Let's go with that because there's a lot of things I can go from here. We can start with the heavyweight championship. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you want, you know, start at the top, move our way down. So, um. Uh, Last month, uh, going in the season's beatings, uh, the Reverend Hunt was dethroned by Patrick Hayes. Patrick Hayes has been a staple of RWA for a, a huge chunk of those 15 years and now holds the heavyweight championship. Uh, Rev wasn't pinned. It was a scramble match, and Rev uh, lost uh, in a fashion that he's not happy with. And if you want to check the full match out, go to IndieWrestling.us, either the YouTube or the Indie Wrestling Network. Um they are – Rev is going to get his rematch, which he 100% deserves. I mean, 100% champion who loses the tail gets an automatic rematch that is one of the staples. He deserves it. He's making it fans bring the weapons, and that's where my gripe is with this. And it just screams one of those uh, feel-bad giving one of his guys an extra s- step to stand on, so to speak. You know, Patrick Hayes overcame the same obstacles Rev had to overcome. Rev screwed him out of the No Limits Championship. And now that Rev doesn't have his heavyweight title, he's going to use every tool he has or every tool Feel Bad gives him uh, to win. And it's it's problematic, especially since the RWA fans are nuts when it comes to fan brings the weapons. I've seen pinatas with thumbtacks in them. I've seen mm-hmm. cheese graters that were filed down to be extra sharp. I've seen uh, pinatas. Uh, I said the pinatas with it. I've seen pumpkin pies. I've seen cakes. I've seen 
Uh, someone tried to bring a Bowie knife once, and we had to nix that one. But like the, a sword, a sword. I remember running to a guy outside was, that was mad he couldn't bring a sword in. The saber. Yeah, the big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was nutty. Like these, when when we say fans bring the weapons, like oh, I'll bring a steel chair wrapped in barbed wire. No, these guys will bring a steel chair with barbed wire, and then they'll put like M80s and tape them to the freaking chair so they go off and you know these. RWE fans are nuts, and they've had a month to plan this. They've had a month to do this. And it's Christmas. This is how they get rid of their white elephant gifts. So we'll see what happens with this this match. Uh, But if Rev loses this, there's an argument to be made that uh, he goes to the back of the line. And Rev's not going to be happy about that. Sorry. That's wrestling. Sorry. Let's talk about this. Uh, uh, the potential show stealer of the night is uh, uh, Mr. Oh, LAGX mm. in the Shadow Man Elijah did a 15-minute uh, 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 draw last time that they faced for the No Limits title match. Uh, former teammates. If you haven't seen these guys, I remember uh, our, our guy CL was there uh, uh, on camera. I'd never seen these guys before. And uh, and and again, Mr. the former Project X, Mr. LAGX, uh, is, is, both these guys are fucking phenomenal uh and you have to see them in person and and just blew his mind and now we're going to get another no time limit version of this match so uh it's 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 got to be a potential sh- uh, show stealer of the evening yeah uh lagx mr lagx um stands for life's a game x uh, he was originally, or he's had several different variations of himself. Uh, Project X uh, left RWA, left wrestling entirely, uh, to find where he wanted to be in this business. Now he's back, LAGX. Elijah came in as a protege uh, under Project Society, under uh, then Project X's banner. Since LAGX left, Elijah has become his own man the match they had in december was 15 minute time limit balls to the wall these guys did not stop they were going for gold every damn time and the time limit just ran out but you gotta catch this match because with no time limit draw there's no there's no way we can contain these guys there's no way you know gravity's a, a, a an option for these two uh they don't they can sometimes choose to ignore it and they are going to have the potential to tear the house down and we are the first month of 2024 they have the potential to be the best match of the year in the first month um can elijah beat his uh his jedi master so to speak and that's the question can he beat him because it was a draw you know, it's not a loss, but it's not a win either. Meanwhile, can LAGX step up, claim the No Limits title, and reclaim his stance where he was, that trajectory that he was climbing before he took his mental excursion? There's a lot of things on the table here. Another one I'm looking forward to, John McChesney and Preston Everest. That, uh, the, the, you know, the, 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 the jumping splits, Preston Everest, from that video we just saw. Are we, point, are we, are we pointing again? Yeah, everybody's pointing. Every, apparently everybody's pointing. So there you go. We can make we can make jokes about uh, about Preston Everest and and the splits. Mm-hmm. Let me let me be a hundred percent clear. There is no hyperbole involved in this. Preston Everest is one of the best talents in the Pittsburgh area, bar none. End of period. Period. End of discussion. McChesney is one of the best vets 
period. End of discussion. Preston Everest's climb last year was amazing. He's looking to see 2024 as a year where he finally hits that ceiling and punches through it. To go up against McChesney, if you have a win against Big League, that is so rare. Especially for someone as young and as talented as Preston Everest. If Preston Everest can get that, the sky's the limit. He is going to have to be considered by RWA management and all of Pittsburgh Independent Wrestling as a serious contender for titles. Absolutely. Uh, here's another one I'm looking forward to. A big debut at RWA. Former 880 champion, friend of the show, Gianni Enrico, Michael Enrico. Forget the M. Whoever did graphics against HL Supreme, sometimes a super hentai. Well, he seems to be using it off and on again, so I think we're safe to use it again. Well, no, I don't know. I, West Duden, West Duden doesn't seem to want to use it, so. I don't know. Worthington, anyway, you're good. Sheridan, you're good. We'll 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 say HL Supreme for safety's sake. Okay. But uh, I got to go down to 880 uh, over the holiday season to see Gianni in uh, all his glory. And uh, I was impressed. You know, I went down, paid the ticket. Sorg, you saw me. I paid the ticket. Yes, I did. To go see that show, to see Gianni. I also got rung in to call a match, but that's neither here nor there. The point was to see this guy that was coming to RWA in 2024. His hype lives up to it. Now, all that being said, HL Supreme is HL Supreme. 20-plus year veteran of the business. He's wrestled a who's who. This man is one of the greatest cruiserweights this area has ever seen. Maybe one of the greatest cruiserweights ever uh, to exist in this area. And I, I, I just can't. It's a huge opportunity for Gianni to really get that first like signature win under his belt in beating a 20-plus year veteran. And uh, that's a huge mountain to climb. But HL Supreme, he's he's a beast. So speaking of veterans, the Gambinos and Warhoss for the uh, RWA Tag Team Title. Yeah, Warhoss uh, is the champions in this one, and Gambinos are furious about it. And you know, you look over there, you got a uh, you got Med, you got Paul Atlas uh, flacking them as the uh, Gambino family. Uh, Warhoss is, uh, God, gosh, I'll ask Aaron in the chat. There's some people who actually consider Warhoss underdogs, despite the fact that they have really had the Gambino's number in matchups. I don't think you should be uh, overlooking Warhoss in this situation. I really don't. Uh, the Gambinos are tough, obviously. They've uh, wrestled everywhere. Japan, uh, you know, they've wrestled uh, multiple up and down this uh, this country, and they have held multiple tag titles. They are the best in Pittsburgh winners for a reason. And I think... And, uh, and, I, and I think you, you are... I believe we do have another women's match coming up as well? Uh, there's some... There's some discussion still going on. I, I don't think we've made it official yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, you know, my my client Katie Bright is the number one contender for the women's champion. And I see um, Jesse Bell is on the poster. Jesse Bell is on the poster. Uh, there's some discussion about uh, financial compensation going on right now. I will say that if this match does happen Saturday, um, Katie Bright won when they faced off in November. Uh, the ref made an erroneous call to overturn it. Uh, Jesse Bell had to be helped to the back. Uh, history will repeat itself in January. And uh, we will, no refutes, Katie Bright will be the RWA women's champion. And she should be the women's champion, but feel bad phonies decided to do some, some jack-off shit. So, you know what? We'll do it again. Now, I have full faith in Katie Bright. And I know the RWA fans, because I hear them, 
uh, they're terrified of her because they know she's good. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, I mentioned Gangrel and uh, Chris Taylor, I believe, is happening. Okay, I have to vent about this for a second. Ever since, so Chris Taylor has been a staple about uh, from RWA since its inception, practically. Uh, the man has been the name, one of three names that you relate to RWA. Of course, the other two being Ryan Edmonds and Ryan Mitchell, all collectively known as The Circle. Those three names are uh, etched on the uh, spine of the history book of RWA. Do you know how many times uh, Chris Taylor had uh, the heavyweight, uh, you know, had an opportunity to win the heavyweight championship? Seven. Hmm. Seven. Wait, yeah, seven. Uh, they were all within a two-year span, and uh, then he, he won it once. They did not, and by they I mean Doctor Feelbad, did not give him his opportunities because. In my mind, and in Chris Taylor's mind, I believe, uh, he was treated as a quote-unquote good soldier. You know, he alludes to it. Chris Taylor alludes to it in a promo he released a couple days, you know, I think a day or so back. Um, He finally gets a marquee matchup against Gangrel, one of his childhood heroes. And Feel Bad's bringing Gangrel in as a hit job. So he doesn't get the matches when he's playing goody two-shoes soldier chris taylor but the second Derek wants to hurt you he gives you the match i'm sure chris taylor is excited to face off against gangrel but the fact that he that Derek, dr feelbad is using it as a weapon against chris taylor because he's butt hurt that chris taylor decided to think of himself as a human being and not as a pawn for feelbad is insane to me insane and it's wrong and it's disgusting and we're going to support it because we're stupid at rwa apparently <laughs> Well, you can check out all the stupid RWA at IndieWrestling.us this weekend if you're not able to get into West Newton, or maybe you're scared to go to West Newton. Some people are, you know, some people are scared to go to West Newton, Tony. I I don't blame them. Look at my neck. <laughs> That's true too, Matt. Uh, is Matt still on the line? I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine why anyone would be scared to go to West Newton. So no, it's a lovely place. Absolutely, fine people down right there. by the river. You know, get some canoeing. Okay, maybe not this time of the year. Phoenix. Scenic and pastoral West Newton, Pennsylvania. You know, Sorry, nine nine times Chris Taylor has gotten an opportunity at the uh, heavyweight championship. Sorry, I missed the counted two because they were in fatal four ways. So he only had seven singles opportunities and then two fatal four ways. Excuse me, my bad, feel bad. I forgot to rank that. My mistake. Nine times since 2017. Are you out of your mind? There you go. There you go. Wow. IndieWrestling.us is going to be live for you as part of the network if you're a member on YouTube or over on IndieWrestling.network. Guys, we're going to hit a break real quick. You're going to see that 15-year anniversary video that uh, Matt Carlin's put together if you're with us on the video. Otherwise, go check it out over on the, uh, you know, over on the on the YouTubes and the RWAs and stuff. IndieWrestling.us, RWA on the Facebook page, Renegade Wrestling Alliance. We'll be right back after this. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. We are back. It is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. We are back. The Riz is here. Uh, Proper pronunciation of New Japan names. Matt Carlin's is still hanging out with us. 
Hello, my friends. And, of course, Tony Kincaid of Renegade Wrestling Alliance having the show this weekend, which we've, mm-hmm. I hope, sold you on here. Uh, so, uh, If I didn't sell you on it, you're, you know, what are you doing? Yes, I'm, yes. If he didn't sell you on it, fuck you. By that? the way, top rope tabletop. <laughs> let's mention this real quick before we get into, back into general wrestling news. Um, uh, you guys have had a show this past week. And mm-hmm. and it was the if I do say it for myself the best looking show <laughs> that I think mm-hmm. that you guys have done so far. I love yeah. this thing. Can we shout out Justin Idol on this uh, this table he put together? Yeah, Holy shout out shit. to Justin Idol on creating uh, an amazing tabletop for us to play on. Uh, this thing is stunning. Um, it is uh, three pieces. Uh, you know, two sides for the players, one side for the DM. Um, room for maps. Uh, we had some lights, some music. I think it is our best show we've done in the, gosh, we started during COVID. So it's been three or four years now uh, where we started um, doing uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, you know, as a show for, for Sorg and for uh, indie wrestling. Yeah, that, was a, um, that was a late COVID start, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a late COVID start. So, it's it's one of those things where um, this has become sort of a the hobby within the the industry for us. Um, the game is getting good. Uh, we're we're I feel like we're starting to get close to the end. Uh, and you can see the table right there, and it's, it's phenomenal. Um, this has been really fun to do. I'm excited to to see how this campaign ends. Uh, I'm excited for some of the ideas that we have for the next campaign. Um, We've also worked some one shots in. I've done some some shows there. Top Rope Tables Up's fun, and if you don't like D and D or have never really given it a shot, uh, check our stream out. Uh, I think especially the last episode, latest episode, you can go back and watch all of them free on uh, on the Indie Wrestling uh, US uh, Facebook page. Uh, okay. I think they're also on the and YouTube the, and yep, yep. in the network, um, and I think they're free. Correct, Sork? Yes, yes, all free, all free. Nice little background listening, probably. I, I think some people kind of podcast it while they work, from what I understand. So, uh, yeah, if you like, if you like the D and D, you like Critical Role, go check that out. I think we have a lot of fun with it, and sometimes you have special guests. Like I know Dudders has popped up on there, Riz has popped up on there as mm-hmm. well. Uh, some of you guys went down and did a special down at the Carnegie Science Center uh, yes. in the recent months. So. So yeah, definitely. we've had Riz, we've had Riz play, uh, we've had yep. others. Uh, any wrestlers? I'll I'll put this out there right now. To any wrestlers who are watching this, and Podner, if you can clip this, put this out there. Any wrestlers want to play? Contact me. Contact Keith. Contact Idol. We will figure out a way to get you into a game in some way, shape, or form. We are looking to just have fun on a Friday night. Sometimes Saturdays, sometimes Sundays. Most of the time, it's Fridays. And we're just looking to have fun, do some character fun, play some stuff. If you don't know D&D, we'll help you. Uh, you know, Tyler Klein is an encyclopedia when it comes to D&D. Um, I'm pretty knowledgeable, too. Uh, we will help you. But That's right. come it out, test it out. It's four hours, and it's a blast. You'll love it. Great. I think our next one is happening in February 2nd, if I'm not mistaken. First? Yes. So whatever That's that what Friday is. I have is. on my calendar. Okay. Happy Groundhog's Day. If you guys get in a time loop, um, so I, I I don't know what to bring up about uh, uh WWE or uh, AEW right now. Uh, we didn't mention Nick, Nick Nemeth at uh, TNA. Actually, TNA and New Japan in the last two weeks, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Uh, looks like he's he's wants to face off with Moose, and uh, he's gonna and he's uh, who did he get in a fight with? Oh God, uh, David Finley wasn't it? Was it? Finley, yeah. yeah, yeah. So so some good moves there. I'm liking the post. I, I again like you know everything's popped up here in the middle of December, so everybody's making their big splash here at the beginning of the year. Dana Brooke also showed up on TNA under a new name. So, um, looks completely different. By completely the way. different. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but but again, it's someplace. I mean, I know that's somebody that a lot of us here in the show have really been behind Dana Brooke uh, 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 over the years and hasn't really gotten much or been in weird spots. Like, if there's anywhere for her to shine, it's going to be over there on on uh, TNA. So. I feel like Dana Brooke was always the one that got lost because of the revolution because she wasn't one of the NXT girls. Um, she was sort of in between the generations. Um, I don't think she was ever given a fair shake. I can make that argument about Natalia too, although Natalia's had a little bit more success just from being part of the dynasty of the hearts. Uh, Dana Brooke probably deserved a lot more than she got in the, in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping TNA shows everyone uh, what I saw, which is Dana Brooke's a pretty good women's wrestler and uh, can go. And she wasn't given a lot of credit. Um, for various reasons that I'm not going to get into because it's a little inside baseball, but mm-hmm. let's go. I want to see what this happens. It's completely unrecognizable. And I, I love that she's, she's reinvented herself. Yes. Um, you know, hope, hopefully it, it, she's given the room to make that breathe, make that work. Absolutely. Looking forward to that. Um, in, uh, <laughs> guys, our truth is going to be like, I love the, our truth is completely going to be leader of judgment day by WrestleMania. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So our our truth is already the leader of Judgment Day. Yeah, they just not all of them know it yet. <laughs> Merchandising later, if nothing else. So um, well, the second you get into the royalties breakdown, you're you're part of the group. Like I'm I'm sorry, that's just how that's the rules. Also, uh, West Newton has the worst subway ever per, per Ricky Morton. <laughs> this is true, and I can this is true. I was there. Yeah, I was true. there. I'm the one was Ricky Morton's ride to Subway, and I was there for 45 minutes waiting for him. So, anyways, that that was an all time great interaction between you and Ricky Morton. And Sorry. then, and then I had to tell Very his memorable. tag team partner about it when he showed up the next month. <laughs> and he's like, "This is the guy that took me to Subway. Tell him how bad the yeah. Subway was." I was like, "Dude, it was terrible." And I'm like, why am I talking about this terrible subway to the Rock and Roll Express right now? <laughs> so, so when I got to the building when when Ricky Morton that day, um, walked up, Ricky Morton was eating, talking to Feel Bad. I, I gave my highs, hellos, you know, flicked off Feel Bad, all that jazz. Shook Ricky Morton's hand. I was honored to meet you, and he's like, "Hey, it's great to meet you. Do you know your subway sucks ass here?" <laughs> I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Yep. But like, but the like... distillery across the street is great. Crook. Creek Distillery, oh, yeah? free cheap plug. Oh, I, thought, uh, I, I have several of their man. Their why, aren't, why aren't they? Why aren't they the after party for RWA? So, uh, you know. Uh, but anyways, because uh, so, they like to go to bed at a good time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> very, very true. <laughs> uh, if other places could do it, why can't RWA? Right? Do we want an after party for RWA though? Like, I mean, in the long run, I don't. I don't know if that would end well. So I'm gonna plead the fifth on this one. Okay, yeah, we're reason. moving on from this one. Okay. Um A what the hell is AEW doing this week? Deanna Perrazzo. Can we talk about body shaming for a moment? Yes. Um, yes. So first JD Drake, yes, we can. who had a big match uh, uh I think two weeks ago on collision. Deanna Perrazzo uh comes up and and I know, you know, I'm a huge fan, you know, and I'm watching the match, and then it does 
and I, I'm terrible because I feel like I introduced it in the universe because I stuck in my head. I was like, some of these asshole AEW fans are going to go off on this. Uh, on on Diana Prazo and her body type, and I uh, by Monday my Twitter was uh, and again the toxic people. I'm very good about getting the toxic people off of my my timeline. My Twitter is okay, except for those ads are kind of sucking right now. Um, my Twitter is not a cesspool like it is for everybody else. Um, but I get everybody's reactions to the cesspool. Dustin Rose, JD Drake. Uh, Diana Perrazzo, uh, and 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 a lot of people down the line from from uh, rosters, um, um, talking about this. Uh, and again, this goes to the toxicity in wrestling fandoms kind of thing when you have no consequence to spout whatever stupid shit that's on your mind on on a social media platform. Um, and uh, and 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 this was a thing. So first of all, the thing that I wanted to say on Twitter, but fuck it, my platform's my podcast, so I'm going to say it here. Uh, the people that don't like a JD Drake in pro wrestling must not like anything pre Hulk Hogan, and let's not get into that mm-hmm. can of worms either this week. Um, so, um, so, so I, I, I don't know. Were you guys seeing any of this? Uh, have any reactions to it? I, I'm just, I'm just disgusted by it, but I, I kind of knew it was coming. Yeah, I don't um, know what to tell and, you about. Uh, Yo, <laughs> everybody's got opinions. You all sound like Twitter right now. No, no, no. You're. No. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, sorry. So I, I got a punch for mm. a second. Okay. And I, I, you know, Tina has just said in chat. You know, some of the these men saying these toxic things have daughters. Um, oh, jeez. And and that shit. That's gross. I'm 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 going to try to pick my words because I deal with toxicity in my day job all the time, and uh, I don't want to out myself a little bit here, you know, real life. But I'll shoot as close as I can without revealing too much. Sword, you know what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. We deal with toxicity all the time. We dealt with toxicity this weekend when something happens. Men, for some reason, online, the, a good chunk of a very vocal minority, do not understand that because it's online doesn't mean you have to show your whole ass. Mm-hmm. This is going on in wrestling right now where people who are 45 years old – or I'm sorry. No, they're 25 years old. They look 45, and they are sitting there critiquing a woman – and her body type, who is a professional athlete who is wrestling 200 wrestling matches a year. Meanwhile, you can't get off your fucking ass to wipe the Cheetos dust off your chest. Shut the fuck up, you fucking idiot. You have family members who look at that shit and feel worse about themselves just by sitting there and being associated to you. Think about how this looks. I'm not the most religious man in the world, but you want this shit to be on your record when you go up to the pearly gates? Shut the fuck up. Enjoy wrestling or don't. I really don't give a damn, but enjoy the fact that you don't actually have to do anything that matters in the next day. Meanwhile, the wrestlers are going to do stuff that entertains thousands to hundreds of thousands to millions of people, and you can bitch and moan about whatever you want to do on whatever message board, whatever Reddit you want to be on. Maybe it's Twitter. Maybe you love X. I don't really give a shit, but go to hell, all of you. You ever you – ever... <laughs> You ever want to, whenever you you see these comments online, do you ever want to go to the speaker, the 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 person on Twitter, and be like, show, sh- take a picture of me of yourself without your shirt on, and let's talk, you know? Sorg, Sorg, Sorg. Oh, like, no, no, Sorg. no, like comparative, because we know we know, you know, the kind of people that pop up on these things. So, if um, Apple invented a computer 
that punched people in the face for saying shit mm-hmm. that they shouldn't say, I would invest in Apple every single last cent I own. I would sell my house to do it. I fucking hate people. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, Riz? Um, I, I <laughs> Follow that up. <laughs> I don't think I can, but I'm going to try. Um, Anybody can follow up an emotional rant. It's the Riz. Diana Peraza can, is an amazing athlete. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's talented. She's built like a truck and can mess me up. <laughs> if I say or look at her wrong in any way. Have you met her in person? Have you seen her in person? She's been to a couple of local shows. I know. No. Okay. I'm just prefacing myself because what I'm about to say is I shouldn't be the one telling people how they look. Right. Right. Yes. Listen, listen, listen. You are all beautiful mayhemers. But we all fit that. None of us should be complaining about how somebody looks. No. Like it's it it boggles them like I'm very introverted in my in my way. I I, mm-hmm. I speak how I I, I, I think how I want to think and all that stuff, but I don't know why or how people can actually type that and be like, huh, got her. <laughs> like, that, that doesn't make, like, it doesn't make sense. Is there negative people that want to bring others down to make themselves feel good? So and and good on Diana for proving like she responded and she responded the way that well one of the ways that should have happened. She made sure to be like, hey, this is not right i was offended also i look damn good in this in this so everybody else can sh- oh was that it. the is that the beach bathing suit picture that's been going around i saw lady I Frost share that her. one was yeah no no she, yeah. she yeah, yeah she posted her own picture and and she posts pictures so, yeah. like that all the time so <clears throat> like i think that's her that's her instagram but yeah account, you know? i sh- i shouldn't be the one talking about her her body she should be the one talking about like showing like being an athlete I, we should be on here talking about her wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's an amazing wrestler, amazing athlete, and an amazing, like, a, a talent in professional wrestling. And it's on the biggest, and probably the biggest stage she's been. Yes. Um, you know, being on, on primetime wrestling television in the States, right? I, Men I, I have to be better at this. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. We had this happen. I'll, I'll, let Matt, but we had this happen with Jordan Grace. You know, it just pops in my head. This happened a, a year mm-hmm. or so ago uh, with Jordan Grace. People are aware that Jordan Grace can deadlift you, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Jordan, like, Gr- like like whoever's talking, she can deadlift you. Jordan had a really great comment on this, and I think also re- sharing that picture that I just showed on video yes. um, says people will complain whether you have five percent body fa- fat or thirty. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. So like it's a, you know, and, and that's what I do like that because, you know, I think a lot of people grew up on in this age. Uh, it's weird to say grew up on the divas era where all the girls looked the same and had the same body type. Right. Mickey James was the outlier here, you know, <laughs> and it just, it, it, which sounds insane. Right. When you look at Mickey James. So so that's the ex- the quote unquote expectation that's been set by the most popular of wrestling media for the last 20 years, which they're only now getting into your Nia Jax's and your you know, other, you know, the, the variety 
of uh, of women in that division, right? That are they're all shapes and sizes. Um, so 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 as part of that, you know, on top of whatever the mainstream media uh, depictions and things like that. Uh, so like, no, absolutely, it's 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 gross. Matt, you have no, you have no daughters. No, I don't <laughs> but I hope you're treating your but... your your sons how to talk about women. I do my best, Sorg. Anytime there's an opportunity to discuss these kinds of things, we try to bring it up and uh, try to be careful because I am have fathered to two teenage boys now. Um, God. Uh, look, oh, God. I, both of them. Both of them have crossed the threshold. Like, I, I'm not going to say I'm anything. I'm sending this prayers. Isn't already, this isn't, uh, I, I'm not stating anything that probably isn't already widely known, but um, you know, we as men often have very different tastes when it comes to uh, who we're attracted to. Uh, but you could survey the four of us right now. We could come up with four different, you know, interpretations of like, you know, the ideal. Um, that being said, um, whoever's out there criticizing uh, Deanna Perrazzo, who's probably in the best shape of her career, mm-hmm. is, is patently so incorrect, it boggles the mind. Uh, that being said, it shouldn't matter. Um, <laughs> we should be talking about Deanna Perrazzo because it's it's awesome that she's getting a chance to um show what she can do in AEW she's going to bring a very unique style that you know the the company doesn't really present that often uh in its women's division so it's exciting to see her in there mm-hmm. and yes I have met Deanna Perrazzo it was a long time ago she was a lovely person um and I have wished her nothing but the best ever since and I have uh watched happily as she has ascended the ranks ever since um you know we're uh, twitter slash x is um only one of many social media platforms it is a dying platform uh it does yes. nothing it has no value um it has a little bit of value it, it, it wasn't if sadly it was completely without value i would have deleted the app by now it sad, sadly it's the only place it's the only place that i'm aware of for regular wrestling chatter um i haven't found the other place yet and and if you know it please let me know good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Yes. Um, I you know, and I and I don't. I I wish we could just. Um, I, w- I I'm the type who's just like, you know, put them on mute and let them scream into the void and let them rot. You know, that's that's <laughs> how I think. You know, that that's how I would advise anybody to handle you know trolls online on social media. But you know what? Sometime. Sometimes one of these assholes needs to be dragged out into the street and shown off for everybody. And so, <laughs> to hopefully yeah. make somebody uh, uh, think about it. So, and she and her, and her like her post was like it, it was it was really good. <laughs> it was just incredible. She's like, you you know, you got this to say, but you know what? Uh, well, well, I'm I, in AEW now. Yeah, I'm married. Yeah, I've yeah. got a college degree. I'm getting my master's. I here's a picture of me in a bikini. F off. See, exactly. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> actually if, if I can kind of close this, like, like, like for those that haven't seen it or don't have the time to dig into it, catch this podcast later. Uh, I'm going to read the tweet real quick. Uh, oh, I've, I've already seen it. I had a cry when I realized my worth is not determined by one, my body, two other perspectives, uh, perception of me. I'm a five times world champion. I have worked with nearly every major company in the world. She did work for WWE for a period, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. Furthermore, I just earned my bachelor's degree. I am looking to start a master's program. And most importantly, I have a husband who thinks I am, the, I am beautiful, whether I'm a size S or M, small or medium. 
Uh, I've never been a size this small. Uh, they are entitled to their opinion, and I'm entitled to tell them to kiss this fat ass uh, kissy emoji and that picture that we've all seen. So there you go. Most poignant uh, uh, point there. So um, You know what? And like in wrestling, like we cannot have a homogenized world of pro wrestlers. We need, you need different People, you mm-hmm. need different people. That's how it works. Styles make fights. Right. You need You're not just different repre- types of people. Yeah, you need Willow Nightingale, just like you need Riho, because you need those are stories as the oldest time in pro wrestling. And 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 just like we represent for you know uh, gender, nationality, uh, uh, you know sexuality, and things like that. Like we're, body type is another thing of representation. If you're like, man, that, a guy that looks like JD Drake can do this, like maybe I can, right? You know, like it, it is bonkers. Yeah. It is wild to me to watch guys like Drake and Samoa Joe, who are bigger guys, but have the cardio to do a 20 minute, 30 minute match <laughs> like crazy, right? Like that is just like, I don't know the math there to make that work. And I'm going to keep doing my core sessions and work on that. So, you know, we shouldn't have to talk about this. Like, like legitimately wrestling it like any other sport has different body types in all divisions, in all uh, gender and non-gender ring work here. And we know who's a good wrestler and who's a bad wrestler. I mean, we've seen, God, the 80s were filled with a bunch of people with 0% body fat and couldn't work six minutes. Okay. Mm. So that's not the end all be all. The fact that, you know, men, the, the, the men are body shamed every once in a while, but when the women get body shamed, it is so relentless mm-hmm. that it's just doesn't stop just anything involving women on the Internet. Uh, look at Gamergate. If you know the background, it's a very, very disgusting and, and ruthless uh, situation that happened over there in the gaming community. Um, it just it's it's always that case. And it's it's this. Uh, uh, instilled uh, uh, historic male toxicity that 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 gets us here, you know. So hey, you know what? Uh, you know, either way, no matter where you're at on this, we can all. Uh, I know I got a body by slice on Broadway, New York City style. Yins are made. Beachview, Carnegie, East End, North Hills, and a few other locations. Uh, go check them out. Support our friends, sliceonbroadway.com, and thank them for supporting the Wrestling Mayhem Show and the Tuesday Night Podcast here at Sorgatron Media Studios. Uh segues for Slice on Broadway get a lot better, Sorg. Okay, yeah, I got, I'm like, I got to get out of here somehow. So, and I just went with it. So, anyways shit tell us what you learned from wrestling this week and i did i did kind of step things up uh uh i think i did i think it was Podner. i kind of uh co-opted his how i uh what i've learned uh no actually just oh yeah the, uh, i learned true should be the head of merchandising and the nxt women put mm-hmm. on a slapper of a battle royal fatal four-way i don't remember that from last week um let's see okay let's it was tonight sword. was that tonight oh god it's tuesday yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there. Uh, I'll catch it Thursday when it's on the cock. Okay, and next he was cooking tonight. Listen, I'll I'll catch it to Thursday on the cock. Uh, I thought Tony was saying two stone, not tombstone. Okay, catch it up here. Well, I'm getting this so I don't forget about what everybody learned. Um, let's see. Uh, no, no, that's just what you were saying. That's uh, I know they're in here. I lost it. Oh well, Riz, what did you learn from wrestling? 
Oh, come back to me, Sork. Matt, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? I learned that it's probably time for Tony Kincaid to see a next specialist. I, you think I have I'm, it? I'm worried. A better you one. You think I don't see a chiropractor three times a week? A better one. <laughs> or monthly? No, three times a week. No, no, no joke. Like literally, it's, you know, it, it's too bad. Fucked. It's too bad you're not in better terms with uh, Feel Bad because I understand he has some magic hands. I would not trust that man's hands no. near my neck to save your life. Uh, okay, he's in peace, Tony. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Oh, what was that actually? What was that actual match I was looking for? Sorry, keep going. All right, you're what, Tony? What'd you learn from wrestling this week? Uh, RWA is 15 years old. What? what? It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's crazy. And they survived. You know. And I th- thank you to me for the last six years being amazing. Just amazing commentary on the in the wrestling us uh, face our YouTube page, uh, the network page, uh, also here occasionally. Just amazing stuff by your voice of RWA. Uh, Tony Kincaid doc also, but me mostly me. Okay. I learned that uh, if you're working a show with John Moxley, make sure you watch your stuff. Uh, I was sent this one. Uh, this is a fan cam of Moxley uh, entering the San Jose arena and he's coming around and uh, you, you, are you ready? Production people. If you're watching this on video, he's stepping oh, up to, Oh, he oh, found a table. No. Oh my God. That's the soundboard for the venue. <laughs> So I love you're watching this and watch the guy. Oh, he reaches for something. He reaches. He's reaching for something. He doesn't want him to step on. So uh, and he's got a water right beside the soundboard, I believe, for the venue. Uh, So that was fun. So (laughs) um, Moxley uh, respects slash disrespects his surroundings. Uh, So I thought that was kind of a fun fun deal there okay. I'm, I'm not going to be the one to tell mox to get off the soundboard oh, i'm not fucking telling them either I'd no fuck i'd no. like to see that yeah. he respectfully disrespects the audio clip. yes respectfully disrespects he's not like he no i'm not gonna drop <laughs> names name names name names name names name, name, names. name, names. name the wrestlers who are making my cameramen what Who's on Sorg's Do Not That's Fly right. List. That's right, Jack Pollock. That's right, Derek oh. Dillinger. How how um how much of uh how much breadth how much distance do you want me to give Gangrel oh. during his entrance on Saturday night? Just take so. it from the side. Take it from the side. Ten or fifteen. Take it from the side. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I want you to get up really close. There was uh, I yeah, think CL CL got a spray from Gory at one of the shows recently, and it was like the first time he shot Gory. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot you. He's I forgot to tell you he spits. <laughs> um, fun little. Since we're talking about RWA, I'll share a fun RWA production story. Um. On during the summer months, it's very handy to have a bottle of water um, near ringside so you can rehydrate <laughs> since you're in a 150 degree environment inside the West Newton Gymnasium. And uh, on one occasion, we I had stashed my water bottle underneath the ring, and uh, during one of Ryan Edmonds' random rampages, he he takes goes underneath the ring, finds mm-hmm. my water bottle, picks up my water bottle shakes it off at somebody and then just chucks it across the floor and gets me wet at the same time. It was an amazing feat of just like not only eliminating my drink, but also making sure I got wet too. Um, and he didn't probably didn't. Do you think he knew it was my drink story? I don't think he cared. I don't know. I, I always think he these guys don't care. think anything of me, but then I start to think 
maybe there is a connection there. So I'm never Matt, sure. I, can, I can tell you as someone who's known Ryan Edmonds for a few years now, he does not know who you are. <laughs> Good. I mean, oh, I mean, all right. Okay. Uh, well, maybe next time. Who was it that? <laughs> I forget who it was. Chachi lets me know who he doesn't think knows his name sometimes. Yes. and it's kind of fascinating and i'm and i've had to correct him a few times. i was like oh no they know who you are and he was like yeah but they don't know like my name i was just like no but i think they wrestling know who you are so it's like it's a it's a different thing like you're like you are a known entity here you know even if they don't know your name like don't take offense by that so it took it took people at rwa uh like a couple years to really get down who i was Mm -hmm. like my name i got called timmy a couple times the fans knew it right away because they were like fuck you billy kool-aid thank you church uh for that one but um you know it's it just takes some time and and you're if you're not in the back but i mean uh, honest to god we appreciate everything the uh production team does uh you know all the way from chachi to mike carlin's to uh uh Perfect. That was a whole bit. That was the. Bit. I I I always tried to like my my philosophy is like part of the production team has always been like stay away from these wrestlers just unless there's <laughs> a reason to just engage just leave them leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been funny just to kind of over time you start to like get to know some of them and yeah build reports very makes it very I, interesting especially when you're out there then shooting them doing the craziest stuff. I never presume anybody knows who I am until we've had like yeah, a me, real I, conversation. That, that's how I feel yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. So at any I, of these I just level forget shows, people. you just, you're just yeah, like, I've hey, quickly forgotten. Yeah. 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 Like guy with the camera. And, yeah. Yeah. So I learned. Yes. Riz. Finally found, finally found a thing. Oh, good. I've been uh, I actually was in a watch party for like a few seconds watching this and I kind of want to watch more. Like right now? There was a, no, not, not now. No, no, no. Like maybe two days ago. I think two days ago. Uh, it was a six-man tag match from All Japan Pro Wrestling. Mitsuhiro Misawa, Kawada, and Kikuchi teaming up to face the team of Rick Rude, Steve Dr. Death Williams, and Terry Gordy. Want to watch this match in, t- in its entirety? I learned that match exists, and I learned that it's only four star ratings on uh, WLN. And I want to see how good that is. That's what I learned. There you go. Uh, all Japan star ratings, please. I know. I, <laughs> I don't all, like... all ratings and cage match ratings. They can all mm. suck a dick. Uh, by the way, all Good Japan match, bad match. Period. All Japan started yeah. popping up on Fight Plus, so just a little tip for you guys. Uh, it's not in English, by the way, but if you want to go check it out. Um, even, why? Why do you sound like that's a bad thing? Sorry. No, no. Wait, wait, I, I'm just letting you know if you want to check out like new All Japan. I hear there's some good stuff happening there. And actually, which one had? No, that was. Is that DDT that had Jericho last month with uh Katesha, Kake, Kake, Kake. Thank you. Kake. Late. Thank God I'm here. Uh, that's why he's here. Tina, that's, why, that's why Matt's here. Tina learned. I love seeing uh, people mending fences. A certain 
to uh, TNA that may have been spoiled. Yeah, there was so I'll, I'll say it because I, I don't think this is something on show. I think this is something that happened after afterwards. Uh, Okada is in the ring and he kisses the TNA logo and says, I don't hate TNA. For what, for what they did to him on his excursion, uh, he had a really weird gimmick apparently back then. So uh, it was weird, those days. Weird yeah. Racist is the yeah. term you're looking that for. Might okay, be, yeah. okay. Racist. I, I did not view a lot of the the uh, old Okada, yeah. so I'm I'm not. He I'm was not... the sidekick from the Green Hornet. Oh which God. Which was racist <laughs> enough as is. Oh no. Oh no. That was Hogan's idea, wasn't it? I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Um. Um. I. I learned how to express myself this weekend. <laughs> Say that. Why? How, how? In a different way than at MySpace night a week ago, by the way. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm trying to pull it up. Uh, so, Sork, you're glad we can't take these out of context. Yeah, I'm glad nobody can clip these by themselves. Yeah. Uh, so, I was, I was, I was, while I was tweeting up a storm on on Saturday. Uh, I shared a I shared a tweet of uh, I was really excited about this this like I opened up the the new um, uh, Noah show that happened over the weekend and there was like a really cool Boca look and this guy had this cool jacket and of course Sam Adonis knew him so uh, we start, we should start we should uh, so I mentioned about like you know I I'm, I need to watch this show after the, tonight's ten hours of wrestling between TNA and New Japan and and the three hours of collision and slash battle of the belts and everything like that. Uh, I watched it all by noon the next day, by the way. Uh, but anyways, uh, so 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 Adonis says to me, "I don't know how you do it, Sorg. I still watch more than anyone you know. And yet after th- I still watch more than anyone you know. And after yet after three hours of wrestling, anything contemporary, I'm done. And, and me and I, he and I have had conversations about like you know normal wrestling and and, and keeping attention. So. Again, I got to write this, and I just wanted to read this. So this is this is I've never I've never put this down. Um, I said I breathe this stuff. I want the entire Baskin Robbins. I want to be the best producer I can be. So I'm watching the production cues and the camera moves. It's my two passions together. And Missy hasn't been home for a month. Uh, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so so I I don't know. It just really kind of boiled down how I do feel this stuff. And I'm just like, why am I still watching wrestling? Why am I why am I not pulling up? you know, the Godzilla show that I'd want to watch or, or this or that, or the other thing that, 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 you know, I have to make extra time to go watch Echo when it all dropped last week. Right. And, and this is it. I, I am, this is the thing. Because you can't point out hard cam. Yes. Yes. Hard cam sucks in the Godzilla like hard film. cam's over there. It's over there. No, it's over there. No, it's over there. They're shooting it like pro wrestling. So why not? Um, Hard camp for Godzilla versus Kong was on Mount Fuji. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so no, no, it's, it's uh, that's it. I will. I want to be at this stuff. I've had plenty of great opportunities, but I will go to. Uh, I went to freaking dirt wrestling in Tennessee when I could. You know, because I want to experience it all. I want. There's so much variety of this thing. And I want to go to the KSWA at the Eagles Hall or wherever the fuck it is. I want to go to enjoy it, Mr. Smalls. I want to go to WrestleMania. I want to go to Forbidden Door. You know, I you know, I all of those things and everything in between. I want to see a a wrestling revolver show now, apparently. Uh so, you know, like I want that experience. I want to experience Washington Hall with the fire wrestling. Uh uh uh, uh ballroom with Ring of Honor in its heyday. Uh, you know, like everything is like I am I am deeply motivated 
by experiences that you can feel. And that's what I roll with. That's why I go to The Gathering. That's why I go to Hollow Wicked. That's why I love going to like RWA because you feel it. The Wrestle Tingles, if you will. Um, the Washington Halls, the Hammerstein Ballrooms, the ECW Arena. Um, I'm there for the experiences. I'm there for the feeling, the rush, if you will. Um, and there's nothing like, you know, a few hundred people, 50 people in some venues, uh, in different places, you know, that are all feeling a vibe. They're all into it. And you feel the energy of people. This is why I used to just walk around the mall when I'm by myself, when Missy's on the road or something, because I just need to be around people and feel a vibe less so these days on that part. Uh, but <laughs> so I don't, I avoid the mall at all, all, all possible, but, uh, but that is it. And, and I want to experience this. I want to watch all of it. I want to know all of it as much as I possibly can, you know, because I'm entertained and informed by it for something that I want to do. Um, so whatever that is going to be, whatever that end goal is, I don't know what the fuck that is right now, but that is what I'm here for. And that is my lifeblood right now is that kind of stuff. And the feeling I get with you guys here every Tuesday night, wrestling mayhem show, 9 PM Eastern time live. Thank you so much. Matt Carlin's for coming back on the show and previewing mayhem mania starting next week. Next week, opening round, I'll be here keeping things in line. Bring your matches, all you idiots. Come on, let's get some good ones this year. There you go. There you go. The Riz is here as well. Plays games with Dutter is going to play again on January yes. 31st. I'm that still, was really fun. I'm still, I'm still confirming our, our potential guest. Like playing backyard wrestling 2 with like Andrew WK as one of the characters versus uh was it sanjay dud or something versus sanjay dud <laughs> um major guns was there mm. uh, this all sounds like a weird it's, it's wet, a fever dream it's a wet it's fever, a fever dream. dream yes um but yeah uh i don't know what the theme is for this next one you know, if we get the guest if we get the it depends on a lot of factors if we find yes. the game we're looking for and if we get the guest we have to do what the guest, the, the thing we wanted to bring the guest in for so yes. we'll see but um if you are interested in playing NFL Blitz on Super Bowl Sunday with us uh hit us up um DM us wherever uh and we are we are working on something for that uh, now i got a question for you about that sir hmm. Is it the original NFL Blitz, or is it the NFL Blitz where you can like break bones and? Well, I mean, it was it was probably going to be the GameCube one you played last year, but okay, I, mean, I mean, we could have yeah, fun great. and just throw back the N sixty four one and just roll with it. So <laughs> it's a yeah, it's a possibility. So just we'll, get the arcade game. We'll put we'll put get the coin, stand up we'll quarters in there, and I'll just put a camera on it. I guess yeah. So Tony Kincaid, he will be announcing, commentating, and slipping ringside. I guess maybe potentially here uh this this saturday at rwa's uh, uprising show 15th anniversary is going to be if you're in a camp either in west newton rwa live uh, rwa for ticket information and of course streaming on indywrestling.us indywrestling.network yes and uh and check it out here's 15 years and 15 more after that um and hopefully you guys enjoy it yeah or not fuck you I'm at Sorgatron on the social medias. I will be at Extreme Kickboxing in Akron, Ohio this weekend. What? 
that's what I'm doing. That's what I got booked, man. So I'm going to be doing some tech things, helping out with the production there. I'm not running the production, but uh, I will be um, running ports and plugging things in, I guess, and getting way in pictures, I guess. I got a media situation going on. So uh, I will there and be sneaking in on the RWA view uh, during my in between rounds, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, thank you everybody. Uh, if you're on Patreon, we will have a little bit of post talk going on here, uh, that we posted to your account, uh, wherever that is. And of course, you know, the audio versions, um, on the feed, uh, if you go through the Patreon, through the RSS feed, you'll get the Patreon, uh, uh, extra bits through the audio. Now, if you, if you're set up for that, um, there's help how to do that on patreon.com i think i've i've never done it before i just use the app so myself which is very nice by the way thank you everybody we'll see you guys next time mayhem out this show is a member of the sorgatron media podcast network find out more at sorgatronmedia.com